This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. No food for me, just coffee. I'm listening to the lotto numbers. I'm Jesse. I'm having the right way lunch. I'm Michelle. I'm having a grape juice spritzer with my uh, weenie bento. Ah, uh, yes. It's a brunch recording. Brunch time. Yeah, welcome to Sunday brunch. Whenever this drops, Tuesday? I don't know. And it's Anyway, welcome to Sunday brunch. No matter when you're <laughs> listening to it, it's now Sunday brunch. Congratulations. Monday. <laughs> Who needs anyway, Monday? so for all you Garfields out there having your lasagna, welcome to Sunday brunch. <laughs> Sunday brunch time, baby. Uh, yeah, so uh, last episode, Jesse, we are we're, you're, you've you've popped into the stream. I would say a few times, two or three times, yeah. a few times, to- handful As of times. I pop in when Nushay. my internet allows it. <laughs> yes, and so um, we finish. We are currently playing the. F- oh, actually, hold on, let me stop. Hey, is there news? Oh yeah, um, not a lot. It's uh, court records tweeted. This is the news segment has just become. Hey, does court records have anything? <laughs> As it, as it has been very much. But Court Records tweeted um, that the quarterly sales are in for the second quarter. And the sales are uh, $7.7 million as of June, the end of June, up from $7.5 million. So that's $0.2 million increase, which is not bad for a game with no new... Th- like, there's nothing new that happened this quarter. They did the PC ports ages ago, right? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Those might be the only thing that happened was like the Steam sale. I think that was in June, but maybe that was July. Um, uh, the Steam summer sale is in July. I would say the Ace Attorney trilogy, OG trilogy uh, is on sale. Frequently. It's on sale frequently. So. Yeah, but I mean, like those are, and that's not necessarily that's worldwide sales. So the yeah. fact that the um, the fact that the game is continuing to have non-negligible sales each quarter is a good thing however it is ultimately meaningless for our purposes so (laughs) don't take it to mean anything it's just like hey the fact that the news that we have now is quarterly business reports (laughs) should indicate that nothing is happening yeah. yeah, considering that the the cafe at least acknowledges Apollo's existence, but it's things Japan gets the continuing saga. I'm, why can't we have nice things? I'm, I'm, well, I don't know. We can't have. I, nice I did nice go back things. to that post and looked at the comments, and all the comments are extremely mean to cafe dude. So like, listen, I don't want people to be me. I I know we don't spawn bullies or anything, but I don't want people to be mean to cafe dude. He did his. He did. He did exactly what he set out to do, and you can tell from what he says that he's truly a fan of this series. <laughs> he's just not a fan of themed cafes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's fine. We just wanted. We wanted to like suck up more information that he didn't provide. Yeah, that was our. That's our critique. I didn't. Yeah, we don't want people to bully people, but I. Our. I know it wasn't. Yeah, our and fans. I know it wasn't any of you twelve people who listen to this podcast. But also, if it was any of you twelve people who listen to this podcast, shame. Don't bully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. Be nice. Uh, so anyway, the big the big news is we continue to still play the uh, investigations to. St- Every every Friday at 7 p.m., except 
when we take off. Yeah, except we're taking... Everybody who listens to the stream should know that we are taking a break. But I want to... Let's do that right now before the end. So we're taking a break on the 28th of August. Yep. And we will do something else that's not Ace Attorney maybe on the 4th of September. But the stream will be back for sure for sure. He's on... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoopsies. September 11th. Uh, the 11th. <laughs> Oh, whoopsies. Oh, no. Whoopsies. September 11th. We'll be back, baby. Oh, no. Um, so, uh, see you, catch you then. We'll say that again at the end, but... Yeah, but, uh, keep your eye out. Uh, we'll, we'll explain more what we plan to do on the 4th, just because, once again, I have things to go and places to be, but I still want to touch base with you guys if you guys are interested in that. So, we're gonna do something. Maybe. Uh, anyway, so we're right now on the stream playing the fourth case. So that means we finished the third case. Last episode of the podcast, we summarized, or we had summarized the second case, and then we talked about prison pets for a long time. Yeah. Mm. Mm, That's good Uh, to know. I knew none of this. (laughs) Yes, I'm saying this actually 100% for Jesse's benefit. (laughs) Wait, real quick, Jesse, if you had to give a murderer and ace attorney a prison pet, which murderer and what's the pet? Hmm. A murderer who we don't know who what the pet that they have is. So you can't just be like Dogen. She doesn't know who Dogen is. She doesn't is. know who Dogen is. No, I don't. <laughs> Nevertheless. Just listen to this podcast. Um, let's see. We struggled the most with Dahlia. Yeah, we Ooh. struggled quite a bit with Dahlia. So if you can think of a pet for Dahlia. Ferret. Did we? Ferret. We said ferret for somebody, but I don't think it was Dahlia. No, our thing was we didn't think Dahlia would take care of something that would get fur on her clothes. Oh no, she wouldn't take good care of it. But she feels like a ferret person. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bird on someone who we know who is a ferret person. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's definitely what it read as. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Uh, okay, interesting. I think I, we said chameleon at a point for her, and then I think we settled to something ven- venomous. venomous. Yeah, I'm ven- not sure what we ven- settled on, but we went through a lot of, we went through some reptiles, we went through hairless cat, I think, for Dahlia. Um, I went through hairless cat for a lot of people, to be like, fair. Hairless cats are prime comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she would want something that looks good to fit her aesthetic, but that she doesn't have to actually take care of. Yeah, and ultimately, like, she she wouldn't take care of, like, anything. We we decided some people would just straight up not take care of a pet. Yeah, and we tried to give <laughs> or them they would not be given one. pets that would behave accordingly to get them off their bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think yeah. we gave, uh, we gave, um, God, what's his name? The shark guy. Daring Crescent. Darian Crescent. We gave him a bat mm-hmm. so that it would just hang on the ceiling and annoy the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, thank you everybody for who's sending those emails in. We are not going to summarize case three today. One, it's a big boy. It's a big boy case, and we haven't... People have not had time to get in their email thoughts on that big boy case. Yeah, so uh, by all means, send in any impressions or thoughts or vague Googlings you came across. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, email us. If you haven't, three. if you haven't played investigations, email us your musings on Gregory Edgeworth. I think that I will take. I think this yes. is it, like whenever we do that episode, it's going to be a very Gregory 
focused episode. So, hey, how do you how do you feel about Gregory? Head cannons? Anything? What's his favorite news program to watch? <laughs> <laughs> All good shit. Um, yeah, because it, it is interesting because like now that we've 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 met Gregory and interacted with Gregory, like we should talk about how we thought about him and how we feel now uh, and to see if any of that changed. But we're going to talk about that next month. Uh, so that gives you guys a lot of time to draft your emails, forget to write them completely, and then submit them at the last yeah. second. Just Yay. like I would do. That's um, how all my papers work. Just so you know, it is it. You write your papers <laughs> weeks in advance like a nerd. I'm only a little bit of a nerd. <laughs> I haven't done a last-minute paper shirt right since now? undergrad, though. Like, in, in once you get past undergrad, it's really hard to do, like, 10, 12-pager, 30, 20-pagers. I had some that's in yeah. law school that were in excess of 30 pages, so you can't that's really do long. that the late, right before. I'm a lawyer. I know. <laughs> uh, if you go to, a, like, a, 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 a less hardcore degree, like library science, you don't write a single paper the entire time. Oh no, I didn't take a single test. All my papers were like six pages max. <sighs> like my papers are ten to twenty. Oh, uh, let's all just remember who's using their degree gainfully. It's not me. <laughs> of the three of us, it's it's. I guess Jesse is in your in your new job. So yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. I am. <laughs> You're in an internship Congrats. because your school makes you. So you're still kind of in you're that. Still... But you are doing exactly what your education yeah. is. You are correct. It's weird. Is your internship paid? I wish. Oh, so okay. So not gainfully. All right. So of the three of us, only one of us is using their degree gainfully. My boss likes to pretend I am. And I'm like, this isn't what I went to school for. Are you for. using your metadata? Uh, yeah. Uh, my job is metadata. Yeah. So, But I didn't do a lot of that at school. But some you did just enough to make it to sound good on big like resume. how you are now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Follow your dreams, everybody. Eventually you'll get health insurance. Or you'll Honestly. be a temp worker and have to buy your own health insurance. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Our our listeners are too young to care about health insurance. Let's go. Wait, hey, no, but that was listen. Sometimes you gotta let us have the peak millennial sad, and that was the part of the episode where we're millennial sad, and now we can move on. Yeah. Now let's talk about anime versus plausible. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do this this month instead of anything else. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna just have a nice chunky, and maybe we'll play two if we if we want to. But we're gonna play anime versus plausible. All right. Michelle's gonna get those. Let's do plausible first. Oh, okay. Plausible first. I'm gonna twist it on you. Sort them properly. Uh, And for everybody listening, uh, the anime versus plausible stream we did is going to be up uh, on Friday the 28th. So you guys can watch that when you miss us dearly and want to hear about the Planticuter. Did you do that that fully? Because now my trucy hat's on display. This is the Ziploc bag of anime. Ooh. Oh, it's moved out of the pasta box? <laughs> the pasta box is the plausible box. It's still in there. Oh, yeah, The yeah. anime okay. used to be Trucy's hat, but they will be, it will return to Trucy's hat after. Um, okay, so I have... Here's plausible. The, the crime scene was contaminated. Okay. Okay. I think that's what this says. Anyway, so let's go with that. The crime scene was contaminated. And then the other plausible is date interrupted by best friend. 
Interesting. Okay. That's a that is plausible. Okay, and then yeah. our animes are trapped in a room together, and the de aging episode. Hmm. De aging. Like where episode. you become a kid. Ooh. Who would become a kid though? Okay. Well, we have, so two that work well together is trapped in a room together, right? And date interrupted mm-hmm. by best friend. Yes. Al- yes, alternatively, trapped in a room together could lead to the crime scene being contaminated. Like, if people get locked in and then it's like an escape, a, a, a zero escape 999 situation or a uh, uh-huh. escape room situation where you're trapped in the room together. But the room is also the crime scene and you have to use things to escape. Yeah. Which one do we like better? The date is trapped in a room, the crime scene's trapped in a room, or both. We could do both. I mean, both both works, right? A date a date is in the is in a. I'm gonna say right now, the date cannot be Phoenix and Miles. They would never go to a escape a crime room scene date. For <laughs> yeah, I think they wouldn't. They, they are didn't, always they, on a crime scene. They date. didn't go to an escape room. They are in a room which they need to escape. <laughs> And well, it just happens to be a crime scene is in the room because that happens to Edrith all the time. But I think that's I think true. if you want to make it that the date cannot be Phoenix Miles, that's fine. I think that the I had not pictured who the date was. I I think we need to determine who the best friend is before we determine who the date is. Well, I need to determine who is de aging. I think that needs to be, be decided. Because if it's like de aged from older person to young adult teen that would completely throw everything off the victim is dead though so the dead person is aging backwards as after death or like yeah that that mm-hmm, makes that... it way more complicated than i think is reasonable cuz i was thinking so what if so here let me lay this out my first instinct with this the aging person is that the x and y person are on a date and then the best friend comes in and interrupts the date because, oh, God, I'm slowly turning into a teen. And then, it, like, they can progressively become, like, younger and younger as it goes along. Yes. Because that's a good reason so to interrupt the... a date. It's true. Here's the thing I have about it, right? Is it, like, the de-aging person, in my opinion, cannot be Maya. I don't want the fetishization of Maya like Oh, no, this. I thought, if I'm, listen. If I'm being honest, the person that I thought was de-aging was Gumshoe. Gumshoe sounds like the best Ooh. option right now. Let me just... Because also Gumshoe slowly becoming a child and not able to investigate the crime scene, so you have to go do a pal, is a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty cute. But so Gumshoe is a good kid. Gumshoe's best friend I'm is Miles, to... though. <laughs> it's true. Unless, it, he's, unless it's Maggie's on a date. With somebody else, Gumshoe comes in, interrupts Maggie's date. That'd be a fun dynamic. But uh, but I don't know if Gumshoe would turn to Maggie for help. Gumshoe has like Gumshoe's thing. best friend in Gumshoe's mind is Miles, but Gumshoe does have many many friends that we can use. Like it could be Kay. Yeah. It could be um. It could be Phoenix. It could be a like. Well, he hasn't met Apollo, has he? Not in canon. I'm trying. I just want to like before we cement Gumshoe because I think he is the best option to de-age. I'm trying to think who else could be a decent candidate for it, or who's a straight up no. So yeah, Maya's a no. Um, 
I'd say any of the any of the girl any of the teen girl teens. I also yeah any of the girl teens is a no, but also I want I don't want any of the girl teens or the teen teens, and this is why because they don't have a lot of room for us to de-age them, right? Like when right, we use yeah. an adult, uh, especially like an an adult adult like Apollo Justice era Phoenix, for example, he's in his thirties. That's plenty of time to get him to go down. And the other thing is Phoenix would be fun because Phoenix would make fucking wisecracks at each age that he arrives at. <laughs> he would be like, oh no, I feel like I'm 23. No one likes you when you're 23, you know? <laughs> I had to stop making that joke in real life because no one knows what I'm talking about anymore. My sister made it on herself, so people know. She's 23 okay. now. Wow. Wow. Um... I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it, it, Gumshoe is the best kid. I can't, th- I'm trying to think of anybody else who would be enjoyable. And if it was Mr. Manfred von Karma, I don't, I, I think that'd be too hard for all of us. <laughs> Manfred von Karma, <laughs> just, well, uh, so the person who's de-aging doesn't have to be the best friend, but Manfred von Karma doesn't have a best friend. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> he does not. Absolutely not. It's just one of those things where it's just like, there's a lot of room to go with Manfred, but also he would just sit in a room and de-age by himself. Like, he would not talk to anyone. Let me argue another best friend for Gumshoe, Francisca von Karma. Hmm. That'd be fun. So, Gumshoe is slowly turning into a child. We don't know why still, but he must sit and he's like, you know, Miss von Karma, you're the only one who can fix this. I know that you're the only one who can fix this. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Gumsh- is Gumshoe and Franzi going to be trapped in a room together? I, I guess so. Or, or... Who would Franzi be on a date with? It's, okay, so Franzi would be investigating with a person who keeps calling it a date, but it's not a okay, date, Okay, yes, right? <laughs> I like that better, yeah. Like, it's not... I don't want it to be Larry, but a Larry-esque person could be like, oh my god, I can't believe we're finally going on this date, Franzi. And she's like, please stop calling me that. Also, this is not a date. We are doing a job. Yeah. So it could be some random fuck from Interpol. Okay, yeah. Who's just, like, in love with her. Just like the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so Franzi is working. Gumshoe... And the, the, this guy's like, oh my god, we're so in love. This is so romantic. Let's take a picture, Bay. Please, I'm I'm going to murder you. Like I am whipping you. Please stop. Like just stop. Uh, Gumshoe busts into the room, going, ah, pal, I'm de aging. Please help. <laughs> uh. So I guess does Fran is is the crime scene Franzi's in or whatever? Gumshoe finds her. Is that related to Gumshoe's incident? I guess, why is Gumshoe de-aging? I guess that has to figure figure out. This is a big question. Is it magic? Is it science? If it's science, we can have Emma around. This is a lot of people to be trapped in a room. No, well, hold on. Would Gumshoe go to Emma because of science? I don't know if he would think that first. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because um, I think he would go first to whoever's around. 
who would believe him. Is Emma the reason he's de-aging? Did Emma pull some did, science? Did Emma it? make some science? I don't know. Because the other thing is, like, it's a hallucination, too, right? Mm-hmm. This is a hard one. The de-aging thing is hard because it's so out of... It's so contrary to, like, the kind of magic we get in Ace Attorney. Yeah. Okay, well, let's table the de-aging thing. Let's, let's focus on the crime aspects of it. We're locked in a room, and the crime scene is being tampered with because of it, right? Is that what we decided? I think that's probably the best bet for Ace Attorney flavor. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's keep trucking with Franzi because I think we we like that idea as a POV. Um, so I think it should be so here. I think the de aging thing should be because this can be related. Franzi's on a case with Interpol that is um, looking into uh, hallucinogenic drugs. Right? Somebody is murdered okay. related to the case. The crime scene gets tampered with such that Gumshoe gets dosed, or everyone gets dosed so that everyone can see that Gumshoe is de-aging, right? So the crime scene mm-hmm. is so thoroughly tampered with that everyone in the room is dosed, and then the crime scene is um, locked from the outside, and the people inside don't know why, but the people outside know it's to contain this vapor or whatever, right? So yeah, that that's good. so the people inside who are locked in, whoever those people are that we determine, because um, it could be Emma, it could like there too, it could be other people there too. They think that they've just been trapped in, and they're trying to escape from the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that is leading to further crime scene tampering. But what this yeah. does mean is it's going to be hard for us to also figure out who the murder is. Like, who the murderer is or why. But it could be the fuck from Interpol. Like, it could be pretty cleanly, uh, neatly done if the guy from Interpol who thinks he's dating Franzi is in on it and, in fact, the murderer. Yeah, so that's an easy... That would would be a self-contained murder mystery. You just gotta prove he done it. Or it could be you have... You have, uh, you know, these guys locked in the room because they are stuck in this and they're trying to escape. But you also have flip perspectives. And now you're on, like, let's say Gumshoe's in the room being detective. You flip to Emma on the outside who's in charge of making sure, like, no one dies or, like, just checking out the science stuff from outside the room. And then you have a whole separate case where you're trying to figure out who the murderer is, but you can't see the crime scene. That'd be fun. Yeah, mm. that's good. That'd be. Yeah, so, like, inside the room is Gumshoe and... Franzi and this fuck from Interpol and they're trying to like investigate the scene and figure out like what is this dangerous for oh no we've like we've triggered the dangerous chemical Emma's like quick lock the room can't let that gas out they're not gonna die they're just gonna hallucinate real hard so they get locked in the room because Emma's there as like a science person uh and so then we have our defense attorney of choice investigating what we can from like the little window of the crime scene or maybe not a window but like you know what they've gathered from the crime scene already and have to then go catch the bad guy well the yeah i think the trick with this is going to be to not to have it be a twist later that it was them uh, it was emma and the cops who locked them in the room 
But I think okay. the fun way to do that would be that whoever our attorney on the outside is and Emma um, can talk into the room. And so basically, mm-hmm. like, they're like, the door's locked and Gumshoe's turning into a baby, you know, like, wah. And then, and then <laughs> so they're like, okay, so they get a, in order to get out, you have to solve the mystery, basically. So they're like, tell me about, you know, like, vis- verbally trying to get them to relay information about the crime scene. That'd be good. So then we just stay in the room and investigate as Francie, Interpol, and Gumshoe. Yeah, we investigate as Francie, Interpol, and Gumshoe, and then we do that flipping. Um, So it can be like Emma tells tells the room over the speaker, like, all right, you know, that information's good. I'm going to send Phoenix or whoever, or Apollo, and I'm going to send them to go do XYZ to get you out. And it's actually like... Going to do, going to do <laughs> police, but, but it can be related. But I mean, it could be. It's like actually, he's going to go to court and, and solve the case, or go arrest right. the uh, the real culprit. Okay, so I guess now we need to figure out what the crime is and who done it. I mean, the Interpol guy is an ICC scapegoat. Yeah, it's it's an ICC scapegoat, especially if they're going to be behaving in a Larry like fashion. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. The the attitude of this Interpol guy, I don't know why I just thought of, but in Robin Hood Men in Tights, the guy who's tr- the the uh, what's his name? Uh, he's taken over as king for the for now. Richard. Uh, Richard King Richard. Yeah, he's just like he keeps going to marry him, and he's just like, how about a date? She's like, he's like, would you like a date? She's like, oh yes, thank you. And he's just like, how about next Tuesday? Oh, is that the king? No, sorry. Who's that guy? The the one with the gloves? Never mind. Hold on. Scrap that whole idea. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> sorry. That joke just made me think of, like, the attitude of the guy who's sitting on the throne, who's not trying to date Maid Mariam. Uh... So I got those two guys mixed up in my head. But uh, basically, it's like, I think that guy should be, like, not necessarily, like, sick puppy love Larry, but kind of like this, like, aloofish kind of guy who's kind of trying to use his, like, position and power to be, like, you know, like, this could all be solved if we just got dinner next Tuesday. You know, like... Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, like, just be like, you know, come on. Like, we could just... If we just saw a movie, like like, this weekend, like... All of this will work out. Like, he's just trying to, like, reason with her why they should be dating. Because I'm tired of Larry, the, the Larry archetype. You know, that's yeah. not it's not a bad um, idea. We haven't had that person in Ace Journey before. That kind of skeevy. That brand of skeevy. Yeah. Um, the other thing <laughs> I can think of is, like, that guy doesn't... That guy's an easy scapegoat for the whole shebang. But we could also just have that person in on it. Like... Um, they yeah. are, the reason Interpol hasn't been able to catch these people is because of this guy, an insider who is feeding them information. And then Francie is not caring about that and getting really close to the solution. And so this person is trying to distract her from the case by dating her too. Like the, the dating is yeah. a different, it's not just deskeeviness, it's also nefarious in other ways, like um, if he's going to try and distract her with a, a clingy relationship that she can't continue her investigation. Yeah, I think that's a good, like, the reason he's, like, try, like he's trying to, like, oh, if if we're, you know, like, you shouldn't work overtime, babe. Like, we need, you know, you should come home. Yeah. Should come home. And so now, the way he's doing it now, because it's not working, is 
you shouldn't work overtime. We should go get dinner. You know, you, you shouldn't work overtime. Yeah. We should go have coffee. Why don't I come yeah. with you? You know, like, you know. that. So, like, his overt, like, when you meet him, he's more, like, it's more sweet, like, and less, like, skeevy and controlling. But that's actually what it turns right. out to be. Yeah. Mm. Um. So that's his, like, his his brand of, like... We're dating. She's like, we're not dating. You're not feeding me. I have my own money and my own job. And I am going to go home now to uh, feed my cat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Francis is too busy for a pet. But anyway. Um, okay. So he's in on it. Who's murdered? Why? So, Cause hmm. no, so all of our prompts are not necessarily murder related. No, not so yeah. far. Um, but we do have a uh, this this hallucinogenic drug that I think should be a vapor, but it doesn't have to be. I think that is on the crime scene. So my thought is there's two options for like the the first two things that come to mind for who is murdered is um, I'm just gonna say the mob, but it doesn't have to be the mob who's doing this. But like the a mobster of the mob who is trying to deliver this these drugs. Um, got murdered on the way or um, like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 uh, situation the uh, scientist who created the drugs who is being used by the villain, the real villain um, what became uppity in some way and was murdered um, okay. so like okay. that which did not happen in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret News but uh <laughs> But that scientist guy is the guy that I'm picturing where he's like a kind of, he's being, the scientist guy is being used for his knowledge, but he's uh, sarcastic and uppity. And then in this, he's ultimately murdered, right? But he would have a Um, vial of the whatever, whatever on him. And then, you know, I don't know. What do you think? What if what if the the drug transporter like the drug dealer is the one who like spills it everywhere and the scientist is like this is going to be my neck like this is going to be huge and I can't believe you just fucking spilled it and maybe he kills him or or has him killed the scientist kills him yeah or has him killed cuz then cause, uh only cuz I'm thinking like if there's a second scientist around we can have Emma's reaction to the scientist. Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. But if good. he's dead, it could be Emma knows something about this scientist. Well, in that case, maybe we should have... It shouldn't necessarily be all illegal. What if it's... What if it's... Um, evil... An evil company. Evil company. Evil company good. that's evil developing company. this hallucinogenic with the goal of selling it to underground to control the population kind of selling stuff. it underground yeah but or or um it's a government contract or something mm. government contract works a little better i was like i'm starting to hit a little too superhero hard no. when i just said that. yeah but i mean so like if we do uh, this is a company that is developing this unethical ju- drug um um under a government contract which is why okay. an Interpol agent is involved, because there it's an Interpol agent mm. representing that government instead of Ace Attorney's favorite thing, the truth. <laughs> you know? 
So they're they're working good. for that government. So I mean, this person could be like this this guy, this Interpol guy could be like French. It doesn't have to be a foreign government, but it's more fun that way. But it could be America, yeah. which is a foreign government for other people. <laughs> We could just make up another country. We could, yeah, we could make up another country. The tried and true Ace Attorney tradition of just making up a country. Yeah. That way you can't offend somebody's country. Or it could be Zangfa. Zangfa seems to have a lot fucking going on. So, yeah. (laughs) It could be Zangfa. But I mean, like, the Interpol agent should be working for whatever that government is. Let's just say it's, it's, um, well, the problem is. If it's another country, we have to make up a name for that country. Uh, Sounds like Zangfa, it is. <laughs> yeah, let's just say Zangfa. It's fine. Uh, so it's Zangfa. So the other. So to recap, the other country Zangfa is contracted the scientists to make this illegal, like this unethical drug. Uh, this drug has in transport uh, gotten spilled on this crime scene. Is this? transport guy dead then i, is that I the think the guy? transport guy should be dead because i think this scientist is like the scientist should be like drunk with power because they're working for the zangva government and they cannot be stopped right you know they're finally right. getting recognized for their true genius which then you know despite any ethics or morals this is their dream right so maybe interpol like fuck boy and this dead guy like we're doing the case together and like get into an altercation and interpol guy kills him uh and mm. and that's why it like spills everywhere and so he's trying to divert franzi by taking her on dates and stuff like that well um, i thought you wanted the scientist to be the murderer oh that's right i did want the scientist to be the murderer in which case it's this, i mean i think it's like the scientist is accompanying the transport person who fumbles it and then the scientist drunk with power is you know, drunk with their mad scientist power is kills them. Okay. And perhaps he calls Interpol guy and he's like, help cover, cover this up. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So that way that guy, that guy can call Interpol guy can call the scientist to be on the scene of the crime as an expert, you know, in the drug. And then, yeah. And then I think that the transport person should be a plain clothes and nobody knows who he is. And then as you investigate, you discover it's actually like, Zangfa military or something. He was a soldier, you know. That sounds good because I was like, we've we've kind of killed off the transporter several times in our AVPs because he's because then it it hurts less to kill him. <laughs> uh, so if he's like a soldier or another scientist or something for Zangfa, I think that at least gives him a little bit more cred. Yeah. The reason it could be oh. that the, it's a scientist for Zangfa. Well, I feel like that's so that it could be a scientist that you then later learn is a soldier. Like, I mean, like, the stakes... Revealing that they're a military person from a foreign government increases the stakes once you figure mm-hmm. it out, right? Right. So I, that's I why I kind of think military. Okay. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. So, so Zangfa contracts the scientist. The scientist is like, cool, here's the drug. And then the guy's like, whoops, spills it. And he's like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Bam, shoots him or whatever. <laughs> Can it just be a gun? Yeah, it can do we have to? I, I mean, do... it's that's simple. I think it can just. It's be been a, a while gun. since we've come up with a good old fashioned shoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he, you know, calls Interpol guy, says like, cover this up, 
And so Francie gets assigned, but other Interpol guy keeps interfering, so she doesn't get closer to the truth. Guy who was shot was a scientist, a military scientist for Zangva. Uh, and then, and that's and fun Francie though, because also because I'm thinking like gunshot residue on the hands of the scientist guy, but they could have been wearing like latex gloves at the time, right? So, right. Um, that would be a fun. How'd you get him? It, yeah, you it'd know? be a fun like way to subterfuge with the gunshot residue. But I also so I like this scientist guy being in the background like. Not like overtly evil all the time, but I want his like sprites to be doing like the the you know rubber glove snap thing, like when you put them on. <laughs> like I like that sprite yeah. for him, and I like him doing his anime eye flash glasses all the time. Like he he can be very sinister. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I really yeah. He um probably has more of a straight. Do you want him to have, like, a straight-laced haircut? Like, very just, like, flat Japanese good boy? Or should it be, like, kind of crazy? No, I think I think he should be flat Japanese good boy. And then his... He can... we can You can, like, drop the sinister sprites in as they're investigating, right? So he can have, a, like, his starting set is, like, normal Japanese good boy, good boy scientist sprites. Nerd sprites. Like, adjusting the glasses. Yeah. And then later on, you can see the adjusting the glasses one, and it gives an anime flash. And you're like, oh, well, draw... <laughs> You know, like <laughs> it has to be a little different because I just realized that's Hugh O'Connor. We just designed, <laughs> but no, because he's in a lab coat. <laughs> right, right. That m- does make it different. Yeah, it's different. That he doesn't have a bulk. Important. He's in a lab coat. Does every, but also like his hair can go crazy during his breakdown. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. Is that when he can go like full tilt Frankenstein? Not the monster. The scientist, mad scientist, is during the breakdown. Yeah, I just, I'm always trying to, like, make sure, like, we didn't just straight rip another case or another character. <laughs> Which, well, there's so here's many. here's another thing you so can many. do is put, uh, um, put some sort of mask on him. Because he's working mm. with these aerosolized chemicals all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, and I don't mean, like, a, a face mask, face mask for a cold. I mean, like, put, like, like a, gas mask. like, a crazy apparatus gas masky looking thing on him. Um, it doesn't have to cover the eyes, but it would be like a, that would be, or put it around his neck. So yeah. something like that. And then that. he could, you know, the classic, like pull it back and snap it in his face kind of spray yeah. when you like, he takes damage or something. Yeah. I think that'd yeah. be a good time. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Um, is the crime scene in the building, the evil corporation building? I think it would be in like a. I think the place wouldn't be too remarkable. It would be just like in a like a building that has a bunch of labs. Whether or not that's the evil corporation or just a a rental lab space or something. The, the like quintessential American like business annex that's off on a side street that's just all completely identical brick ass buildings, but there's actually labs in them. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm talking about. What is about. it called? A business it's called like a I don't know, business space rental? Well, no, it's, it's, there's a word for it, but I forgot. It's, like, very, it's not city, it's very, like, suburban, what, what this is. It's, like, a business commons. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's, like, the business district of a suburb. No, it's not business commons. Let me look, hang on. We have the Let me just we Google the Ann Arbor Briarwood Mall so that I can look across the street <laughs> for it for a second. 
trying to think if we, we, we really missed anything important that we need to hit. We have the murder weapon, we have the murderer, we have the motive, we have the murderee, we have the the playable parts that are interesting. We have the de-aging. It's a business park. Office park. Oh. It's called an office park. I did it. It's an office, office park. park. You're right. So for anyone who doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, go ahead and Google office park. <laughs> Um, cool. So it can be in an so, office. Yeah. And then, so this is interesting too, is because of the crime that we get this person on is murder, but also treason. Oh, classy. Treason's uh, a good one. So basically, I think it would be like from whatever prompts, like Emma and. I guess we don't need a defense attorney to even be on the premises for this. Unless we really want to, but no, like this is kind of feeling like an episode of or a case in Francisca von Karma's prosecutor's path <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like if we really wanted to, it could be like Emma and Gumshoe or the detectives. If we wanted an extra cameo, we could make Bad show up as a third detective, but that seems gratuitous. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But here's what I think we could do: is I think there should be like a secret magic anti-hallucinogen mm-hmm. that they have to discover or get out of the guy or maybe they have to go uh, they could obtain from another person but that's an extra character to add to this um but i think that like that could be when you win the case you you administer the anti-hallucinogen to you know the franzi yeah. and gumshoe either... so that gumshoe stops turning into a baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's good. And then uh, we prove we prove that the scientist... I guess so Emma... Was it Emma and the scientist on the outside? Where's the scientist? I think the scientist this? is on the outside. I think Emma's on the outside. There should probably be somebody else on the outside. But That's what I'm thinking. Just Because Emma could have police with her. But like... You know who we could geez. add into this who has not been around? Is the real, the real Bobby Fulbright. Oh, interesting. Because mm. he could be our guy who goes and does things instead of the attorney. But he could, that's yeah. a cop that we don't utilize ever because that's of true. the twists. Yeah. Uh, because Shilong Lang, I don't think that works for Interpol anymore. No, it sounds like he quit at the end of Investigations 1. <laughs> yeah. Um, but alternatively, Shilong Lang can just bust in and arrest people because he's Shilong Lang. Well, considering this is a Zangfa involved case, having Shilong Lang around would be pretty good, actually. Yeah, we should keep Bobby Full, the real Bobby Fulbright, in mind for like another. I case, would like to utilize the real, real Bobby life. Fulbright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a fantastic idea. But I think for this case, uh, Shilong Lang would be a good, a good get, just to like keep it, keep it in the family. Yeah. Um, and he can, you know, like when Emma, like let's say the scientist, like he's kind of on the verge of breaking, like Shilong Lang can bust in and save Emma or be around or he can, because I don't think he'd be around the whole time. No, I don't think he'd be around the whole time either. But I think maybe it would be something he would, it would be good if he was there at the start and he would get angry about something like he would be mad that which you wouldn't say it on camera, but he would be at the start and he'd be like. 
disagree. I disagree with how you're handling the procedure. You know, like it's like you're what you're doing yeah. is wrong. And what he has disagreed with is locking them in the room and not telling them what's going on. Oh. And so he objects okay. to that, basically. And so he's like, I'm going to go, you know, handle this investigation on my own. And he goes out. And does a bunch of stuff on his own and comes to the conclusions. Maybe he rolls in with the anti-hallucinogen. Yeah. Like he pulls it out. Like he goes investigates the scientist's home or lab or whatever. Yeah. And like finds the anti-hallucinogen busts in with it. My only problem is that we only have two new characters. And so there's, it's very clear who did it. It's one of the two of them, you know, the whole time. <laughs> Like, this would be, like, on one hand, it could be a fun first case. On the other hand, it's really weird to be a first case. Yeah, it's pretty weird to be a first case. And there's a lot of, like, cameos in it that first cases usually don't have. Yeah. Um, well, we could, instead of making a Chi Long Lane, we could make that a new character. Or we could bring in a defense attorney and make them do a bunch of other investigating stuff that we get to hang out with him and do if we want to beef this case right up into like a real fully new case yeah um because if so basically it's like emma's taking care of like questioning the room so franzi and team are investigating the room and then outside the scientist is like trying to be cool and he's just like i wonder if i could develop you know uh figure out what's here and I could develop an anti-hallucinetic or something like that blah 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 and so well you know, it's yeah. like uh, the things that we're we missing that yeast attorney usually has like if you think about it this way is every crime scene immediately a prosecutor is assigned and involved so we could have a prosecutor mm -hmm. on site and we it doesn't need to be a defense attorney because nobody's been arrested as a suspect mm -hmm. um True. alternatively we could arrest somebody as a suspect and have a defense attorney involved. But I think probably the best way to do it would be to have a prosecutor assigned. And it could be a prosecutor. It could be a new one that we don't know. So that way they can be a suspect. And I know Franzi's a prosecutor, but she works for Interpol now. So she's not assigned as a prosecutor anymore to things. Yeah, I think if we're going to have Franzi and Interpol involved, let's not have someone get arrested. Because that just makes it a very complicated murder trial yeah rather than a investigation like this is clearly an investigations kind of case so let's assign a prosecutor and have them basically go do things and then if we want them to go do things and have an assistant that we can like i was about with, to say you know a prosecutor assistant would be fun <laughs> yeah like then we would just need that, that's two characters we have either a new assistant for the prosecutor and a prosecutor we know or a assistant we do know and a new prosecutor. But I don't, I don't think we can have two new. I think we could have two mm. new. I mean... Do you want to make We would have to name them, but... Let's see. What vibe that... do we want? Because we want them to be suspects. At least one of them, maybe both of them. Um, so what vibe do we want from this suspect? Because we already have kind of a sinister sciencey guy. We already have kind of a scumbag um, Interpol guy right so what vibe do we want from this suspect i'm feeling more preppy peppy happy not very happy not quite right that's clavier gavin <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that answers that question 
Oh, happy not quite right could also be a Dahlia April May kind of happy not quite right. So they could, yeah. I don't know which one Jesse was going for. Uh, yeah. Jesse just made herself incredibly sad. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Clavier now as I look up at my pirate Apollo keychain. Clavier, just thinking about, my thinking about Clavier Gavin is the biggest bummer in the Ace <laughs> series. And it would, you wouldn't think it would be, right? You wouldn't think Clavier Gavin would be it, the linchpin of sadness. But <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down and say it's not Clavier Gavin because then we're bringing up the Emma Clavier dynamic and this case already has too much going yeah. on. I don't know if I want the Emma Clavier dynamic. That's true. So I think, it, like, we, I think we should do a. I kind of want to do a prosecutor we've never met because there is so few of those. I think both can be new then. I thought it would just be like, because I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, like, that's just so much. Like, there's a lot of cameos, like you said already. And so if we cut away, we have to learn a dynamic of two characters. Yeah. Which I think could be fine. It could be fine. I just wasn't sure if it would drive well with like the case being so familiar and then completely not familiar on this side of it yeah i think if it's like written well it could i think so i think so but here's so i have this assistant this idea for the assistant which is it could be um uh either like a a lady or a dude or an envy but i have the idea of this very um, note-takey person who is also kind of, like, who's very demure, but also um, kind of a germaphobe, and that their pen has a a hand sanitizer in it they keep spraying by accident. And that could, so that way they can be a little bit of a suspect because it's an aerosolized gas that caused the hallucinogen, and their, like, little pen keeps spraying. But, um, but ultimately they're just, like, a very studied, studious, like, note-taker person for the assistant. It gives me very much Penny Penny Nichols vibes in terms of, like, how this character would look. Yeah, with the big glasses and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they could be more refined-looking and rather than mousy, but, like, very much a, like... Yeah, I like that aesthetic of a very studious, quiet, note-takey person. Yeah, and they could be an assistant, but they could also be, like, a stenographer-type person. So they're, like, writing down what everyone says word for word mm-hmm. that kind of um assistant yeah i like that it's it's also a very just different kind of assistant vibe than our normal plucky teen girl yeah, yeah. which i'm i'm here for uh, and then um so the the prosecutor who pairs with that person who could be a suspect too i don't know but well so i guess to give it it'd have to be another a different vibe right but i think that prosecutor would still have to kind of be like a first person kind of vibe like phoenix and miles both in their game and apollo in all all their games like have that you know that pov of first person with just snarky comments attached to them so i'm not saying this person has to be snarky but that's normally the ace attorney method is like well prosecutors nine times out of ten also are extremely cocky yeah true and and extremely assured that they are correct and going to be victorious so So we could flip that and being this person is like well i have all the evidence but i just honestly don't know and then with this assistant being very studious like you have all the evidence right here though yeah like that could be a different dynamic than we're used to or this person could be very cocky and they just like to boss around the assistant Mm -hmm. i'm not sure i'd like that would be enjoyable to play though yeah 
Unless that turns into a growing relationship where they respect each other by the end of the game. Is Franzi the main character or is this prosecutor the main character? Yeah, that's a good question. Because didn't we talk about it jumping? Like, Yeah, so when we jump to the outside, do we jump to this prosecutor and follow them around? Or do we jump to Emma and follow her around? I would say we'd follow the prosecutor. Okay. In that case, then we have room for that character growth. Yeah. Because I think, like, I don't think it's... We've never been inside as a player in a detective's head before, but I don't think there's a good... Like, I don't think we necessarily have a good place for that either. Because we'd be stuck in the same various POV as Franzi. Because we'd be stuck in that building that whole time. Yeah. So I think we'd have to be that prosecutor. Um, so the pro- so do we want another pro- another cocky prosecutor or do we want like a see I kind of want a new pro like you're a new prosecutor who is not very self like a sure who's not very confident and that's why you've you're you've hired your assistant who is literally writing everything down mm-hmm. that happens so that way you're like never because you're like too overcautious about maybe you're a new prosecutor who's read all these things about foraging evidence and and prosecutors not being trusted and stuff and so you decide that you're gonna do you're gonna do your own revolution of the law from the inside and that's by keeping track of everything that happens so nobody can ever doubt what happens all right when you're involved a different spin on cocky yeah, and and well, that's what you think is the cocky of that. Like that's your plan, but mm-hmm. ultimately you get there and you don't know what to, you're like. You're a new prosecutor, and so you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's uh, like an it's it's if if an in over your head new attorney, like Phoenix was and like Apollo was, but just as a prosecutor. I think that's good, and then I think. Let's make it a lady prosecutor because we need, we need more. them. Yeah. And I think this is like, not, this isn't like a kneecapping the woman prosecutor. This is giving her room to grow. Yeah. And I think this is a good second case because it's like you do your first case and you're like, well, I did that one. And then you're immediately in over your head with this fucking Interpol shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and then th- by the end of the game, you're confident and you are believing that you're on the right path for yourself. Right. Yeah, and I think but, that the assistant can be either, uh, we don't have any boy assistants, but I think it also would be fine to have either a girl-girl team or an NB-girl team. It could just be a very androgynous, I think it, that'd be good for this assistant. Yeah, I think so. I think a very androgynous NB kind of assistant would be would be good yeah. here. Um, so yeah. Alter- alternatively, uh, a male assistant, because we never see that, but also... We never see a stenographer is generally a position that is shoehorned female, you know, things like that. So I think an NB is good. And then if we're not, it's a, a male, I think would be good. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. But um, that sounds fun. And I think it would be an interesting twist if this person, this prosecutor lady had followed the career of Phoenix and Apollo. And mm-hmm. that's why they became a prosecutor right oh, basically like okay. that's yeah like these fucks get away with so much because like they're able to like they get more information than prosecutors te- typically get no, well that and and isn't it not because they dislike around? them it's because the the revolution in the law is happening 
Um, all from the attorney side. Yeah. So trying. But alternatively, yeah, you can't pull your bullshit on me because I've written, I've got notes for every moment of the investigation that happened. So like, just try your turnabout bullshit. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work because you're you're trying to revolutionize the law over here. And I'm trying to prove like that I've got the law. I've got it all written down. Yeah. You can't pull a fast one on me. It's not like, oh, I hate you and you guys are full of shit and I can't believe your lies get get you not guilties. It's more like the prosecution side is embarrassing. And it's like you're you're damn lucky that you guys were on the right side of the truth when you were because if you, you know, because yeah. like uh, there are occasions where you're defending someone who is guilty, Matt and Guard. Yeah. And, and... You know, it was a or close honestly, call because uh, you could have lied your way to innocence. So it's lucky that Phoenix Wright's a good person. Well, and also like Ron Delight definitely <laughs> did a did a crime, and it, he it just, he got away with double jeopardy. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I think that person would be a very interesting to look at their motivations and stuff. Yeah, I don't have a design aspect or like theme for this person though. What would be a good theme? I need to stop looking up at my wall because it's just pirate stuff. No, no pirate stuff. Yeah. I think kind of more of a like, I think like new new prosecutor, like brand new suit, but it's got to be an ace attorney suit, right? So is it going to be like a nice like deep purple? Is it going to be like, no, it's too close to Edgeworth. So would it be like a light purple or... Well, Edgeworth and Clavier both are purple. Like, let's look at the... So, the Ace Attorney... De, um, attorneys are usually right. primary colors. And bright primary colors. Blue, red, yellow. And then, like, Ray has a bright blue tie, I think. You know, yeah. like, Defense Attorneys... Calliest OU was also bright blue. Like, we we have, like, bright colors on that Mustard side. Yellow. And then on the prosecution side, we typically have... Pea <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that's look. That's an outlier. But I mean even Franzi, she's black with like yeah, right. blue blue touches and gold touches, but mostly she's black and white, right? Um but the family of colors over there mm-hmm. is sort of slight it's not primary colors, it's slightly off, right? It's maroon instead of red. Purple uh for Clavier is also in that sort of like not quite a primary color family. So it should be like a secondary color. What if, yeah, like the a green I was was like a or an orange purple. or a purple? If we wanted to go for like a deep muted color, but I think green is underutilized in this case. Yeah. I was about to say, I think like we should go with a green. Because also the, the, <laughs> the, the metaphor, it's a green uh, prosecutor yeah. too, right? But, but yeah, I think like a jewel tone green would be good but i i love oh, a jewel tone i do love a jewel tone uh what about like a sage green that could also be good I sage just... green would be nice or um uh, um olive like an all yeah an olive or like an army green there 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 are quite a few like green muted tones that i think would be good um and then she can have a suit and like a nice blouse underneath the top like her outfit wouldn't be too crazy would she be wearing a skirt or a pant or mm. pants I would like her in pants. I, mean, I always, I always prefer the pants. Me. But okay, so, so my a... first instinct was skirt. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no. She can have like a like, like a skirt with like like tights on if we want. 
How do you feel about flowy pants? So that way when you're standing still, it looks like a skirt. I like flowy I'm pants. always into those. I so love So that way those. she can, she can, so like that's a little peek in her personality too though, is like when she's standing still, she looks like she's in this suit with a full length skirt, right? Yeah. But then bam, <laughs> ready for action at any time, right? Love like it. that seems like a real personality choice. All right. Now shoes are pretty dumb in Ace Attorney nine yeah. out of 10 times, uh, she gonna have a sensible like loaf loafer, yeah. She seems like a loafer kind of gal at this yeah. point. Ready for? I action. think a loafer. Even like probably like we can we can uh, do a fl- like a callback to Mia like a heeled loafer. It doesn't have to be white, heeled, obviously, yeah. but I think a heeled loafer would be good. That'd be good. A Mia callback's fun too. But I hear the real question. I, I noticed you're dodging is the hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does this person's hair look like? Mm-hmm. All right. So let's let's go over prosecutor's hair. Right. Payne. It's fake. Yeah. Edgeworth. Bang. Sephiroth bangs. Uh. Clavier drill. Um. Franzi sensible sens- shoulder length. Yeah. Franzi yeah. is the most sensible. Manfred's is even sensible. Blackwell has got a dead bear on his head. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Blackwell at all, but that's because I feel he's an outlier, honestly. Said Mahi. I think so. This this person is also extremely not Japanese at this point. I think we should give her an elaborate bun in the back, or maybe t- twin buns, but low. Hmm. Sailor Moon, but move it down. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that look because it, it's uh, it's very much a like I love Japan kawaii kind of look. Is what I associate those those little buns on the base of your neck to to end up being with an outfit that looks like that. It feels a little. Well, she is a new lawyer because I was like going to say it feels immature. Right. Yeah, but what that's kind of is... like why I'm into it. And then yeah. in the next game when she comes back, she has a new mature haircut. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, what about Lynn from Ghost Trick? It's just a sensible pullback clip is, up, but the clip part up part is kind of crazy. Is crazy. Because it's Ace Attorney, so it's got to be a little crazy. So what if it's like pulled back in a sensible clip, but it does something crazy at the end? I do like that. Um, I thought Sailor Moon, but Move It Down was a little crazy if you give her the long... But oh, the long bits at the end. Oh, I forgot. The long about... bits. Mm. But in this, I've Googled Lynn from Ghost Trick, and a little ways down, there's also Sonya from Pokemon, and she has little, like, dang, like, things in her hair, like little stars in her. Hers is in a ponytail that goes down, but it, she's got little stars stuck in it, which might be, we, like, putting shit in the hair is also an interesting. Yeah. Oh, that girl. Because um, it just looks like Athena. But I, I see what you're saying with the little... The little yeah, the edits. problem is is um, putting the hair up but doing something crazy is Athena. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. no, Athena's is a, is a crazy side pony. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I do not see this Pokemon girl. I just Well, Google Sonya's Pokemon. Okay. Sonya Pokemon. Um, okay, let me try to think... What's that one girl's name from my hero? Which? The one, oh, the the one who can make stuff out of her body. Yeah, Momo. Momo is that her name? That's her nickname. Yeah. Um. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. So kind. This is still not Yao what I'm Yo- thinking. Yao Yorozu. But 
But do, do like that's more of like the kind of look I'm thinking of is like oh it can be spiky in the back which is reminiscent of Phoenix unless we want to do something like. I do like Momo's hair. It is so her hair is is she's got a long bang piece on the side right and then right. it's all pulled back into a very large pony but it's a dead bear on the back so yeah the problem with that is i guess that's simon blackwell huh <laughs> it's simon blackwell I'm all, you know i just love my boy uh, <laughs> it's very good and it would be a great look like don't get me wrong no yeah I, you're right i this is the thing i'm trying to avoid is just straight ripping another character in ace attorney I'm trying to think of a different comparison I can give or something that would be crazy. Let's look at Yu-Gi-Oh! characters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, man. Ace Attorney should just, like, you know, borrow some of this fucking shit. I'm going to go a different direction, which is Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D's character. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm going to go a completely different direction. This GX duelist, Jaden, uh, Jaden's kind of kind of a little closer to what I'm thinking. It's got spikes on it. It has multiple colors in it too. Ew! Who the fuck is this person? <laughs> <laughs> is it Chaz? Uh, bubblegum pink and like cotton candy blue hair. Oh, then no, I have no idea. I'd have to see. Uh, what's that show called? Star Driver. Oh, uh, yeah. Their hair wasn't, was like... Well, when he changes into his shoujo girl outfit, um, it's just two-toned, I guess. It's not that yeah. crazy. Because I would say on the whole prosecution, oh. like, the hair is crazy for everybody. And yeah, I the feel... hair is crazy. Even the least crazy is like Edgeworth and Franzi, and that's still like anime as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because Franzi's hair is blue, I think is the thing that makes it the most anime, right? Yeah. Edgeworth has Sephiroth bangs, but I feel like those just got crazier because of the anime. <laughs> Drill hair is kind of dumb, but it's like normal. And his just, they're, all their hairs are, or his hair is a normal color. And Blackwell's bear is insane, but he used to have regular-ass hair before he went to prison. And, and it's you know, black. Also, Darren Crescent's hair exists. We're not talking about that fuck. <laughs> I understand that he technically counts, but I don't want to You can't look fuck. at him for a whole game. No. no. And then Sedmati has, like, a pink, pinkish-toned braided hair with things in the front, also. So... I think a side bang is acceptable for this character. Side bang ponytail? It looks too close to Athena. Do you want it to be young looking? I See, I don't like... That's the thing I hate the most about Athena's character design is that she's designed to look young because she is young. Yeah. You know, and uh, Best has stupid hair also. And wears his school uniform with a school uniform over it. <laughs> but he's trying to look adult, I think. Um, so I feel like, you know, she's she's got the new... Like, and Apollo and Phoenix both, like, look like they're trying to adult, right? So I think she should try to adult to some degree. What if we ripped off the girl from Your Name's hair? 
Don't know what she looks like. Hold on. She's got it. It's like in a in a pony, but she's got like a an accessory, right? She's got her little red thingy tied around it in oh, the back. Yeah, just a short pony. Yeah. As long as it's a little spiky, I think I'll like it. Yeah, we can do a small version of Momo's spiky pony instead of a huge version, right? But give her something to to tie around it or a little like dangly. Like, some maybe she has a side bang, but she's bobby pinned it with colored bobby pins or something. Yeah, I think that would be fine, and that's like a good touch because it's like more of a character trait rather than like look how young and naive she is. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the keeping. I'm I'm working very hard to keep my hair out of my face because I'm all business, baby. Is the you know is the look. Yeah. Okay. So she's got some cute some cute bobby pins, a little short momo, pony spiky ponytail in the back. Uh, what color hair? Like, this is not nitty-gritty, but what color hair should we give her? Like, what would fit in that color spectrum here? Uh, because we're giving green suit. So. Which is unfortunate, because I think there are no redheads in Ace Attorney. Yeah. You can I mean, give her, like, could... an orange we hair, should... like, an yeah. orange redhead. We could yeah. do that. Like a natural redhead? Yeah. Yeah, or get... you could give her a streak or something. You could have her color blocked bangs red and then the rest of her hair a different color or something. Why do we keep trying to make her Athena? I'm keeping trying Is... to keep trying to not make her Athena. Athena has orange hair. Athena has uh what they call in Japan chestnut brown. Mushroom brown. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um I mean it was we can do not orange, we can do uh what's a good green mm-hmm. complementary color that's not she can be a strawberry blonde. Oh yeah, like a yeah. sort of a pastel-y. Yeah. Or we can give her brown hair. <laughs> strawberry blonde in my hair in my head is is um pastel orange. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if that's true. I'm googling it now cuz I'm not sure. I guess that is cl- actually Athena is kind of closer to strawberry blonde based on the internet here. I was thinking it was more like Lightning's hair from Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, that could if we give her a not a strawberry blonde, but a strawberry Wait. blonde. Yes. I guess that's what <laughs> like I like a pink. A yeah, soft a strawberry pink. pink. Yeah. Yep. So let's give her a soft pink hair. That'd be fun. And then that's anime as fuck, so Yeah, a soft pink hair, a respectable ponytail, she can have a dangly or some bobby pins, and then a like a black suit with some like sage or emerald green tones to it, pants. But they look like a skirt and loafers. The lightning from Final Fantasy Thirteen color hair is just the I'm doing this to fuck you up in your wig choice hair color. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, this is specifically so that you can't cosplay this person correctly. Have a nice day. <laughs> it's just pink enough to fuck you over completely. Yep, you yep. have to get a white wig and dye it yourself. Yeah, which you can tell when you Google it, because I'm Googled lighting from Final Fantasy thirteen and I've hit images, and the color pinks are all across the goddamn spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Not even cosplays. This is just fan art images. <laughs> like, huh. This is just official art images are still all over the place. Yeah, it, of your official art's all over the place. You just didn't specialize your... They're just like, look at the lighting. It's all about the lighting. 
Fuck off. Tell yeah. me what tone it is. Give, give me a Pantone <laughs> color. Okay. Besides a name, I think this is good. Well, we haven't named anybody. Yeah, so I'm just not going to. Viridian. Viridian it is. All right, Prosecutor yeah. Viridian, we'll take if, care yeah, of it. If you, for your guys' sake, to refer to this prosecutor to us, if you're in your emails, uh, call her Viridian. Yep, and we'll yeah. promptly forget about it in two months. Yeah. All right, cool. So we have a nice AVP wrapped up for you. Uh, if you want to talk to us about the uh, third case of Prosecutor's Path, please send us an email at objectofthispodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Tumblr at objectofthis.tumblr.com. Um, but yeah, you can also just drop us a line, you know, tell us what your thoughts on our, of uh, your thoughts on Gregory Edgeworth are. And, um, you know, any more AVP submissions? Michelle, are we doing okay on those? Um, we still got plenty, but uh, more to party with all the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Thank you, Jesse, for, for making it over, or making it to the podcasting you're at home i'm at home <laughs> yeah we're not together um i i'm here i feel like i didn't contribute much but <laughs> you, know, you did great you did it's great Jesse. it's fine all right so yeah uh thanks to dark shadow ray 2 off the youtube for our theme song hey pal detective gumshoe mix remix thanks michelle for stuff at the end uh you could like and review us on i apple podcasts but, uh, you know, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, uh, we're pretty much wherever you can look for podcasts. We're probably there, and if not, just let us know. We'll try to help you get up on there. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. I think that's it. Did I say Thanks. thank you, Michelle, for the garbage at the end? You yeah. did, but it might be thank you for... Thank you to RD for the garbage at the end, because I think we still have a few tracks from RD's album. Hell yes. Thank you guys all for coming to the stream. Like I said, we're taking a couple weeks off, but we'll be back uh, September 11th uh, to continue the prosecutor's path. And you can find us on YouTube um, for the streams if you guys want to go back and watch the old streams. My brother has been doing that. Yeah, so it's Aww. it's helpful. It's nice. Uh, but you can always just drop us a line there. Uh, Jams just left a YouTube comment saying what a great stream, and that makes me super happy. Uh, love you all, and we will talk to you soon. Um, so in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jesse. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? Who's my shepherd,